The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spa, as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending. The woman, of course. A little bit of information for Monitor Minute. These are the guys that used to be Yankelovich, but now are the Futures Company. And they're talking about how um, peace of mind, not living with less, is the goal of today's consumers. Now, while that may sound not like a big aha, it's something that we absolutely need to keep in mind as we're focusing in on marketing to Americans today. Really, its consumers are overwhelmed. I mean, we know we can go out there, we can Google, we can do research, we can go on to corporate websites, we can read articles. I mean, there's just so much information out there. Well, apparently that's overwhelming us and really means that a clear choice isn't coming up to the top. And as a result, there's so much information we have to go through that really is informing us. And Monitor Minute is saying that that leaves questions unanswered and it results in uncertainty and anxiety. So we need to um, get a little bit more headspace, as they call it, and it's a key priority for consumers today. They really are looking for simple answers. And it's really about controlling risk. Um, according to Monitor Minute, the real luxury is resulting from the peace of mind that comes with simplicity. Peace of mind. So it's not just about making things simple, easy to understand. That's part of it. But about the benefit of that. And the benefit of that is peace of mind. One of the ways you can get it, according to Monitor Minute, is make sure you're serving up information with everyday language. You also want to make sure consumers understand the risk-reward of using your product or service. And you might want to consider even stripping out some features to products. It can be overwhelming to people to try to understand every feature to an iPhone, for example, or a smartphone, or some other technologies. Um, some of the benefits may not even apply to them. Um, you're trying to perhaps be too many things to too many people. So you too may want to look at simplifying your products. So keep that in mind. Our first profile today is the Dior Diva. Nearly 1 million women out there in their early 60s, a third are grandparents and retired. These are high-income retirees, however. Median household income is more than $165,000. They are confident in their financial security, consider themselves happy and optimistic. 
They're interested in the arts and other cultures. They entertain a ton. Um, and they even recycle. Many of them have second homes. So they do stock up for two homes. That means two times the opportunity to reach them. They're buying wine and spirits, and they're shopping at specialty and department stores. They love their luxury cars as well. They drive Mercedes and Audi and Lexus, and they love their beauty products. So if you're a marketer, how can you connect with the Dior Diva? They're online a lot. Like I said, they're traveling. They still are interested in what's going on in business, and so they're on Market Watch and Orbits and things like that. They're watching a lot of network programming, and they're also watching cable. They love to watch movies on cable, and they watch the Hallmark Channel as well. And they're reading lots of magazines that revolve around travel and food, so they're big foodies as well. Well, coming up, my guest today knows a lot about the mature marketplace. In fact, boomers to be specific. Amy Beamer is the Chief Operating Officer at Varsity Branding. It's an agency that works with major brand names to connect them with the mature market. She's going to be giving us some keen insight on how you can connect with boomers, and if you're not, why you may want to start. More when Purse Strings returns after the break. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours Looking of creating reports, whether you're running sites with just a few clients, or millions of keywords, which you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. WebmasterRadio.fm Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. Purse Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Joining me today is Amy Beamer, Chief Operating Officer at Varsity Branding, an agency that works with major brand names to connect them with the mature market. Welcome to the show, Amy. Well, thank you. It's great to be with you. So excited to have you on the show. Tell everybody about Varsity Branding. 
Varsity Branding is a full-service marketing, communications, and advertising agency that's focused on winning the mature market. And we define the mature market is as anyone aged 55 plus. Uh, we do that through four main practice areas, which are retirement living, uh, consumer packaged goods, technology, and healthcare. And we've really used research to drive our work. And, and we do work in the disciplines of creative, uh, public relations, interactive, and media. Wow, you cover it kind of from a 360 approach, it sounds like. Absolutely. We believe in an integrated approach to marketing and obviously, uh, you know, knowing that demographic inside and out. Yeah, clearly. I'm I'm curious. You know, I I work in advertising, PR, and digital myself, and I'm always talking to my clients about the opportunity with the mature market. Clearly, you saw an opportunity with the mature market. Talk a little bit about why you chose to focus on that particular um, generation of people. You know, that's an interesting question. It, in some ways, it chose us. Uh, <laughs> Varsity Branding is actually a sister agency to an agency called Pavone, which is an advertising agency in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, that was started in 1992. Uh, and about six or seven years ago, the partners of Pavone sat down and uh, were reading the book by Tim Williams, Take a Stand for Your Brand, which is a book that essentially tells advertising agencies to do what they do for their clients, which is to have some sort of unique selling proposition. The question that we were really struck by was uh, his musing about why would a brand or a marketer travel a thousand miles to work with you? And when we answered that question honestly for ourselves, what we realized is we had a tremendous amount of experience in marketing retail, our, I'm sorry, retirement communities because of our work with a marketing consultant that we had been working with since pretty much the inception of the agency. So in doing that, we realized, hey, we have this great opportunity. It's not necessarily the entire focus we want our agency to take on. So we spun off Varsity, created a sister agency, and then named it because we believe that that, that part of life uh, where some people talk about it as a third act or sort of the beginning of the end is actually uh, like being on Varsity. Like you take all your life experience, all of your life wisdom, and you really are on the Varsity team. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I'm not in on the varsity team yet. I'm still playing JV, but I hopefully will one day be, Me too. be on the varsity <laughs> team. And we know as a group of people, it's a, it's a really huge dominant body of people. I mean, we're talking about a, a very large number of people to focus on. And we also know as people age, you know, they're very focused on health and staying active because that third act, if you will, that varsity can last a really, really long time. And on top of it, as if there weren't enough reasons to woo varsity members, they have money to spend, like so few of others of us have money to spend. And yet, why are marketers and brands not focusing on, on those boomers? I'm curious what your take is on that. I think what's interesting with the boomers is it's just a tough demographic for marketers to get their arms around. Uh, when you think about it, by definition, baby boomers are defined uh, as the group that was born between 1946 and 1964. Well, those people are now aged 48 to 66. That almost puts my mother and I in the same group. Mm -hmm. uh, so in many ways, it's a transitional generation where if you throw in those members of the silent generation who preceded them as well, um, you know, you have people who are making decisions uh, for their 92-year-old parents at that point. So I, I think it's been a big challenge for marketers to really sort of hone in on the opportunities. What we see happening is 
marketers are looking at subsets and segments of that group in order to, to market to them. And you're seeing some of that in some of the brands like Toyota where they're putting out advertising that's specific to sort of that active, you know, still very vital, still very vibrant, still wanting to do things. Um, they're putting that kind of uh, advertising out to those small groups. But to say that this is the way to market to boomers is just, I would think, is naive and sort of arrogant at that point because it is such a large group. Exactly. Very diverse, as you mentioned. Yeah, so a 20-year span there where people are in various life stages for sure. And you, you can't just put an age on it, right? It's all about what's the life stage that person may be in. Someone who's 48 could have grandchildren or they could have young children, right? Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's why I think it's, it's really difficult to be able to say to a marketer, this is the one path that you have to take to reach that group because there is such diversity, not only in terms of age and, and life stage, but then also really, you know, uh, where they are financially, where they are in terms of education, where they are with their career, where they are really with their life goals. Because within that group, for example, you would see people who might be leaving their first career, having been satisfied with the career that they have, and moving on to something that might be more fulfilling to them, volunteering, that sort of thing. So all those factors combined certainly make it, I won't say difficult, but it certainly is a challenge and an opportunity to find those subsets or segments that they can market to. Well, you mentioned Toyota. I'm curious, what other brands out there are doing a good job at reaching that very diverse set of boomers, as we were talking about, in a way that maybe, depending on which set of boomers you're talking about, they want to be communicated with. It makes sense for them to be communicated in this way. Are you seeing brands do a good job? Actually, I, I think Toyota is a great example of that active lifestyle. Obviously, there are brands that are geared to those need states of some of the boomers, whether it's Life Alert or Rebath. But then also you're seeing uh, brands like Poise with the Whoopi Goldberg spots or Depends with the Lisa Rinna on the red carpet where they're sort of doing the wink and nod to aging in terms of we might be aging, but we're not going to go quietly, and we're not going to give up the things that, that we valued in our younger years. We're just going to make some adjustments along the way. And I think that that's what you're going to see more of from a marketing standpoint is sort of that wink and nod and like, yes, we, we realize that you might be getting a little older. It might be a little more difficult to, to maintain the sort of lifestyle that you had, but we're certainly going to be here to help you do that. Yeah, because no one wants it in their face that they're getting older. I mean, we all want to kind of avoid the the harsh reality that we're getting older. And Absolutely. Yet our bodies, sadly, are betraying us. So I think the week and the night is probably the way to go. Mm -hmm. um, and, I think, and I do. I think you're going to see more and more of that just in terms of, um, you know, you can you can maintain the lifestyle that you've had. You just might have to make some adjustments this way or that way. But, you know, it, we recognize that, as a marketer, marketers are going to say, we recognize that in spirit you're still the same person. That's right. You may still think you're 20, but sadly your uh -huh. body isn't recognizing that fact. Um, I read an article earlier this summer that you wrote around boomers and vacation. I thought it was really insightful, really how they've been embracing a variety of options of how to spend their spare time, not only over the summer but in other seasons. Share a little bit about that, if you would, even though clearly summer is on – is uh, is not going to be around for much longer, but I still thought it was relevant. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times when we talk about boomers and, and that mature market, when we think of them traveling, we think of them either as snowbirds 
or we think of them, you know, traveling to see family that lives far away. Um, in a lot of ways, uh, boomers are embracing travel for a number of reasons, whether it's what we call vocation vacations, where it broadens their horizons on experiencing a different profession that they may have always wanted to explore but they didn't have an opportunity to along the way. Um, there's also what's called site doing, which is more of like the competition-based, uh, more like your amazing race shows where, you know, they may have an interest in going somewhere, but, in, but they're able to visit that place and participate in some sort of competition or some sort of team activity um, that makes it that much more interesting. The other thing that we've been tracking is the idea of voluntourism, which is the ability to travel and also volunteer with a charitable cause that you have a great belief in. And again, that's a way of combining two things that we really see that are tracking, um, you know, very positively with the baby boomers in terms of they still want to have that, that social component. They still have very strongly held beliefs in a lot of cases about what's going on but it also enables them to see, uh, you know, a part of the world that they may not have been able to visit yet. Um, you know, the empty nesters, that's an opportunity sometimes once the kids are out of the house and there's a little bit more money in people's pockets, they're able to take the second honeymoon that they've always dreamed of or in some cases even the first honeymoon that they never had. Um, but the idea is the kids are gone and, and now we're able to fulfill some of the dreams um, that we had that maybe we didn't, you know, have an opportunity to, to partake of simply because, you know, we were raising a family and we had other expenses and that sort of thing. So um, overall, I think, you know, travel and tourism is a great opportunity for marketers who are looking to uh, expand ways to reach uh, the boomer market. Yeah, and, and there was a little bit in there about that voluntourism that you called out. It, it seems that as people age, they become focused on others more than maybe themselves and their own needs. And I'm curious how that parlays into mar marketing opportunities. Do you feel there's an opportunity to attract Boomer's segment by maybe your brand, your company doing good, aligning with organizations that Boomer's value and feel are out there doing good in the world and in the community? I think it's certainly, I think across the board, even before you start talking about boomers, I think that the idea that there's some sort of good corporate citizenship is appealing to a number of um, consumers. I think the thing, the place where it really plays with the boomer generation is the idea of that second career, where you may have had your 30-year career where you were you know, working at a Fortune 500 company or you were a school teacher or a fireman or whatever, when it's time to retire or when it's time to leave that career, the idea of having a second career where you're employed in a place that allows you to uh, explore that notion of doing good, to work for a nonprofit. And I think, you know, the, the smart employers are looking for those kind of people where they're saying, you know what, I want to take advantage of their expertise, their experience, maybe at a lesser dollar value. They're not necessarily looking to be paid the same, but it's an opportunity to get those kind of people there that are there because they want to be. They're there and they, they have a great uh, breadth of experience to share, and they're totally committed to the cause that they would be employed by. Very interesting. Yeah, I, I do think it's something that appeals to a broader audience. I just know that so often those of us who are younger tend to be focused on What's it doing for me immediately, right? And so, mm -hmm. um, but I do, I do think that that is, if, if you're looking at 
companies and products and you're trying to determine who's going to get my dollar today certainly is something that can can align you with that brand over another brand. I think it's a good kind of tiebreaker, if you will, sometimes between brands. Mm -hmm. Most certainly. And I think particularly in this economy, it's been one of those things where, yes, I'm still looking for a good value, but then secondarily or in parallel, I'm looking looking to companies who actually espouse some of the beliefs that I have. Well, when we're going to take a quick break, though, when we come back, Amy, I want to talk a little bit about making products with boomers in mind, what you're seeing around product development. More from Amy Beamer with Varsity Branding when we return in just a moment. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Her Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. How far do your ads reach? You don't have to fly around the world for the right consumers and clients to find your business. What you need is profit through performance. Location 3 Media helps you to increase your brand's findability and performance. Let Location 3 Media help you create efficient and effective online marketing campaigns that fit your needs and get you results. We know every click starts a journey. Where will your brand be on the path? Visit Location3Media.com. Rise links and web indexes. Take a bow to the largest link map in the world. Majestic SEO. Majestic SEO wields its virtual sort with speed and accuracy to deliver detailed reports of your company's link data and that of your competition. Let Majestic SEO make you your own king of internet marketers and join the crusade of clients and agencies that have chosen the noble choice for link intelligence. MajesticSEO.com Maximize ROI to use your time WebmasterRadio.fm, keeping you out of rush hour traffic. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And we're back. I've been chatting today with Amy Beamer, Chief Operating Officer at Varsity Branding. It's an agency that connects brands with the mature marketplace, and we've been talking about the opportunity with boomers, and there there is a ton of opportunity. I'm curious about so the product development end of it all, Amy, are you seeing a market for products being created with an aging population in mind? The idea of product development and design is certainly at the forefront of much of the thinking about the aging population. We know that most of the successful companies will create products that are not only well-designed, but they're also affordable. They may have an element of green or environmental sustainability, and they will solve problems, whether those problems are related to physical impairments or, or impediments that people may have, or some of the mem- mental and memory ones as well. 
Uh, you know, we're tracking a, a great discussion and, and much interest uh, in research surrounding how the mind ages, dementia, Alzheimer's, and that suggests that there's going to be a growing market for products and services that may help stave off some of those systems, or I'm sorry, those symptoms, whether it's holistic herbs, whether it's nutritional supplements, whether it's uh, pharmaceuticals, or even software where people are looking for ways to engage their mind because studies are saying if you have that level of engagement, you may be able to stave off or at least extend uh, or, or push away the, the uh, time when um, you, you may start understanding or you may start experiencing some of those symptoms uh, of dementia or just memory loss that comes with aging. You see people who are involved with video games. We've seen in retirement communities people who are using Wii, for example, uh, and or just doing simple puzzles like crossword, sub, crossword puzzles, word searches, that sort of thing uh, that allow them to keep their mind sharp. So I think there are two opportunities for marketers. The physical, obviously, you know, as people find more difficulty to uh, open things, uh, you know, their hands just don't work as well, um, you know, where things are positioned in stores and that sort of thing, but then also the mental and memory piece is certainly emerging as a trend. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine that um, there's also opportunity to market not only to those individuals in need of those products, but also maybe their wider family members with this trend of families starting to live together again. I know I've been reading a lot about as parents age, they often come to live with their children instead of going into an outside care facility, this, this trend of you know, multi-generational families living together in the same home or maybe side-by-side homes. I'm curious what you think the implications are uh, for marketers in that situation. Oh, I think there's tremendous opportunity when it comes to that notion of aging in place and, and helping that transitional generation. And let's face it, in a lot of cases, these families really are sandwiched in that they may have adult children who have come back from college who have not quite yet launched, whether they're experiencing a second adolescence or not. And at the same time, they have their aging parents who may be coming back to live with them as well. So I think what you're looking at there is not only product development, things that, that might appeal to those old, older adults that are living in those homes, but then also services like whether you want to call it adult daycare or respite care that that may either give a caregiver a break during the day or may be a place that people can take their aging parents during the day while they go to work. Um, Obviously, furniture and fixtures that make living at home easier are are going to be something that spikes. Um, People in terms of service who help clean or cook or pay bills or help them take medications, uh, if if they're hoping to stay at home um, longer, And then, um, you know, the other market that sometimes gets overlooked is the idea of architects and builders who are developing homes with floor plans that are either one floor or they include in-law suites. And then finally, companies that provide transportation uh, for some of those older adults who simply don't like to drive anymore but don't want to be a burden to other family members. So um, it's one of those things where they're able to contract with them to take them to the hairdresser or take them shopping or that sort of thing. Um, but obviously the possibilities are endless there, and I, I think it's just a matter of, you know, you're only limited by your imagination if you're a marketer. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I was talking to Lennar Holmes, the big uh, new build construction folks, and they were talking about their next-gen home, which was literally two homes in one with the idea that they wanted to leverage this trend of multi-generational uh, family members living together. And they were envisioning, you know, an entire community built around these next-gen homes. And I just found it truly fascinating um, that we're, we're really moving in that direction. The other thing, of course, that kind of drives this is women are still outliving men to the tune of, let's say, seven years on average, I think it is today. I'm curious what the implication is for brands as we look at more women aging into their into their 90s these days. I think what's interesting there is that the women and you know whether they're older women or younger women there are things that we know about women just as as a predisposition they tend to be a little more engaged with friends they tend to be a little more social and what we're seeing now is you know there are companies who are catering to that idea of whether a woman is is older and single or recently divorced or widowed or you know never married you're seeing companies who are able to market to them. You know, you may have a woman who's still interested in traveling but doesn't want to travel by themselves. So they may uh, be in a situation where, you know, there's a travel company that does group tours and, and they're only women of a certain age that allow them to go traveling. We were tracking uh, information about uh, uh, different RV parks that offer, you know, opportunities for women who travel together. I think the other thing, too, is that you're, you're seeing an influence, whether they're, it's the things that they're reading, the things that they're watching on television, places that they're traveling, products that they're using. There is, a, there is an influence there. Uh, you know, it was funny. I was at the movies over the weekend, and we went to see Hope Springs, and we were commenting about the number of women who were there in, in small groups who were enjoying that movie you know, as just a Saturday event, and I think that, that that really belies sort of the camaraderie of that group, you know, whether it's going to the movies together or even being in living arrangements, you know, sort of like evoking the Golden Girls television show where you have women who were friends who may all be in a situation where, you know what, it just makes more sense for us to all live together, to share expenses, and to really sort of have a network of support and care and, you know, have people who are looking out for you on a daily basis. Yeah, it, it's really become quite the community and um, a huge opportunity, I think, for women to even have a fourth life, if, if you will, mm -hmm. <laughs> a, a fourth act. Um, Absolutely. Sadly, we only have a few minutes left, but I am curious if you could share what, what you perceive to be the top three trends affecting the mature market that you're kind of keeping your eyes on these days. I think first and foremost, and we had talked about it earlier, was aging in place. Uh, obviously, people want to stay in their homes as long as they possibly can, and that opens up a, a bevy of opportunities for marketers with different products and services that allow people to do that. Uh, you know, whether it's just healthcare in terms of I need someone to come in once a week or every few days to help me with with a problem that I'm facing in terms of healthcare. Again, going back to, to the architects and the planners and the people who are building homes that allow people to stay there longer um, with, with the idea that they're, they're building them, they're using materials, they're, they're designing them in a way that allow people to stay in their homes longer. I think that's a big trend, and that's going to continue. And I think what's happening, what you're seeing now is that retirement communities are, are starting to realize that 
they actually have to have an offering that has that allows people to stay in their homes longer. So that would be the first one. The second one that we're tracking is really the notion of good eating, um, and you see that you. You see that as a mainstream trend, but in the, the boomer generation, in the market, the mature consumers, food and nutrition are very much top of mind in terms of having healthy options. Um, they still want to enjoy the foods that they enjoyed when they were younger, but there's a greater uh, appreciation and a greater interest in the nutritional value of the foods that they're eating and the dietary requirements that they may have, whether it's diabetes reduce salt, gluten-free, that sort of thing. And then finally, the third one, I think, is, is more breaking a stereotype, but the idea that technologically these people are not Luddites. Um, mm-hmm. They've been, you know, for whatever reason, they've been lumped into this, you know, old people don't follow technology, and what we're realizing, what we're seeing in our research is that notion is wrong. Um, they, may be using, they may be using technology in a limited way, and a, a good marketer may find a way to help them expand their horizons in terms of how they use technology, uh, whether it's I have a computer to be on Facebook so I can communicate with my kids and my grandkids and that sort of thing. What other pieces of software would help them live their lives? Uh, so, you know, that would be an opportunity for a software marketer to come and say, okay, you have a laptop. Here's what else you can do to use it. Um, same thing with uh, the the tablets that are out there, um, smartphones, the idea of having, um, you know, telemedicine where you actually have a software company who can not only email people and tell them when to take their medications, but that go so far as to have the medicine bottles somehow, you know, controlled by that service. So, I mean, I, I think that technology certainly can help um, people in the way that they conduct their daily lives. It also helps adult children who might be in a situation where I live in Syracuse, my mom and dad are in, in L.A. Technology is a way that I can keep in touch with them, and obviously my, my folks in L.A. need to know how to use it too. So the idea that uh, the older generations are not interested in technology, I, I think, is, is a big misnomer. Great insights, Amy. Thank you so much for being on the program today. We covered a lot of territory. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. And for everyone listening today who wants to know more about how to engage the boomer population, you want to check out varsitybranding.com. You can find lots of good information on the site and also how to connect with Amy directly. And thanks to my producer, George, for another great show. Join me right here for another edition of Purse Strings next Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm.